When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Charged Up Studio Live, where small business owners get charged up for success. Are you a small business owner? Do you find yourself struggling through the many responsibilities that come with the title entrepreneur? Well, we're here for you. Charged Up Studio is hosted by Market Academy LLC, your prescription for what we call OPA. What is OPA? It's when you become so overwhelmed with the confusion that comes with business ownership that you become paralyzed and ultimately avoid doing anything in hopes it will take care of itself or you put it off till later. Does that sound familiar? I'm your host, Dan Olivo, and each week we bring a business professional eager to charge you up as they talk about the many things that keep you from moving forward with your small business. So are you ready to get charged up for success? Let's hit it. Good morning, Charged Up Studio listeners, and welcome to another episode designed to introduce you to the resources and hacks you need to help scale your small businesses. Today's episode is going to take a little turn from our normal venue. Every once in a while, I like to invite a guest to talk about their journey into entrepreneurship, the highs, the lows, the lessons learned, and the dreams lost. Today's guest comes to us from Lower Austria, where he consults firms on corporate health management. Please welcome to Charged Up Studio podcast, Mr. Stefan Poshet. With Thank you so much, Dan. Yes, welcome, Stefan. Thank so, you so much for inviting me. And I, I'm really, really um, curious about our next conversation. And I'm here, I'm pumped, and I'm going to deliver as much value as possible to your awesome audience. Excellent, excellent. And, and we'll, we'll motivate this audience so that they can start moving forward with their own dreams and things like that. So, so before we get started, I'd like to break the ice with an obscure question to give our audience a sense of who you are. So can I do that? Are you oh, ready? Of course you can, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you can be introspective, you can be humorous, do whatever you want, but if you yeah. could give any advice to your younger self, yeah. what would you say to him and at what age? That's a really great question. That's a really, really great question. So um, I would say a couple of things. Uh, and first of all, I would say, hey, look, never give up. And always it will always uh, become positive at the end. Because you will find a way, you will be able to figure it out and you will get out of whatever will happen to you stronger and more successful and healthier than ever before. 
Um, and basically, I would start say, saying this as early as, possi as possible. I mean, I experienced the situation at the age of eight years. Um, I will tell a little bit more later um, about this, um, what was life-changing and especially also um, changing for my entrepreneurial journey my whole uh, life. But especially in these times, it would have helped me tremendously. And the second thing, I would definitely start telling my, my younger self um, at the age, as a teenager, so 12, 14 years or something like that, man, you need to stay focused. You need to have clarity. Stay focused, have, have clarity. Don't be at 10,000 things at once because this will not work. <laughs> right, right. Well, very good. We're getting get into some of that stuff during our conversation today. So oh, yeah. it'll be interesting, but uh, all right. So again, like I said, Stefan is from Austria and you also have an office in Miami, right? That's right. Yeah. So you're located right now in Austria, right? At the moment of recording, I'm basically um, in Italy, in Sardinia, on a beautiful island because I um, basically built myself the opportunity and my team that everybody in my companies can re um, work remote. And so I'm um, enjoying three and a half months of re remote work here. But yes, you're right. I am originally from Austria and I have two companies um, in Austria and two companies in Florida around Miami. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, you know, when when we when we originally talked, I didn't realize at the time um, what you had done. And the reason we wanted to have this conversation is and, and focus on your journey is because I have a saying with my clients that uh, because I work with small early stage businesses, I have a, a saying that I say, which is, are you suffering from OPA? And when I say, are you suffering from OPA? It means, are you so overwhelmed with the amount of work that you need to get done in your small business that you become paralyzed and ultimately avoid doing anything, either putting it off till later or hoping it takes care of itself? And every time I bring that question up or ask my clients that question, they immediately resonate with, with them. So yeah, we're going to go through, you're talking about four different businesses right now. And I read your bio and there's actually six different divisions you started. <laughs> okay. And, oh, yeah. and scaled them to over six figures. All right. <laughs> So yeah, how often do you suffer from OPA? Uh, about a hundred days, a hundred times a day. Oh my <laughs> but gosh. basically I set myself up for that. So um, nobody yes. other um, has anything to do with this. Yeah. Um, you I, look, uh, it, it immediately resonates with me and especially um, in my early days. And when you when you go back to my former answer, um, what would I have told myself, my younger self, is, hey, stay focused, stay in your lane, yeah? And this is immediately this overwhelming part, what is basically the first step from your o uh, OPA, yeah? Because um, I started something and I have 
a lot of ideas on how I can improve my business, how I can implement more services, how I can help other people, how I can help different customer groups and things like that. But um, this is until a certain point, a very good and creative process. But when it comes to growing a business and having a sustainable plan and a great process and building a team, it can destroy your whole process. Right. And literally, I destroyed myself and my process, my process, and also at sometimes team members, multiple times in my over twenty-two years journey, because right. I basically built a department. I built the product to a six-figure um, income flow in my company. And it was great and I loved it. And the potential was awesome. And our customers had great success with it. But instead of growing this and double down on this and making a seven-figure business and an eight-figure business um, in this specific segment, I started as another segment. Mm -hmm. And then I focused on the other segment. And guess what happened? I was immediately overwhelmed Right. Because I did not have automation in place. It was not stable enough. And while I was building the new thing, the old thing was basically crushing. Right. And I left or I lost the whole thing. Yeah, I now had a new six-figure business, mm -hmm. but I lost the first one. So basically, at the end of the day, I was working twice as hard. I was three times overwhelmed, but I had the same amount of income. Um, and this was this was one of the hard learnings. I literally needed to learn the hard way because I, I did it over and over and over again until I finally learned that this is not intelligent and I need to change something. Yeah, and so, you know, you learned a lot along the way. But at the same time, and, and you know, I can associate with this so much because even with my business, all right, we have an ecosystem we've built for small businesses and there's several different divisions. Like I have the podcast, yep. I have the e-learning environment, I have this, and I find that if I can't focus on one thing, all right, the other things suffer. Yes. So, you know, um, you're absolutely right in the sense of you have to have a focus. And if you can't focus, you've got to have somebody who's behind you that's focusing for you. All right. Um, yes. So talk yes. to me a little bit about um, some of the lessons learned other than what you just talked about focus. What are some of the lessons learned and some of the um, uh the preconceived ideas that were blown apart while you were going through all of this? Yeah, great, great question. Great question, Dana. So one of the things I needed to learn is, okay, I have so much creativity and so much ideas and want to help so many different people and I am not able to stay focused and in my lane on my own. So Good. I needed an accountability partner, which basically needed to be a coach. And so this is something what I um, needed to learn. Um, I had mentors very early on at the age of 18, 19 years, I already worked with mentors, but it was not a coach and not an accountability partner. 
And this is basically what I needed to learn that um, everybody, and I'm really believing in this because every entrepreneur should have a coach. Exactly. I mean, look at all the pro sports. I yes. mean, every great sports person has not just one coach, but they have multiple coaches. Right. They have a nutrition coach. They have an endurance coach. They have a strength coach. They have a strategy coach. And now we as solopreneurs think, oh, we can figure it out on our own. And right. oh, no, I don't need a coach. No, I can't afford a coach. Now I know it all. Yeah. And so this is basically one of the biggest game changers I needed to learn. And as soon as I started to work with coaches and with the right coaches, which right. basically helped me be accountable, stay focused and all these things, um, right. it became so much easier and also faster. So that's basically something um, what I had to learn and what was a big um, success secret. Um, to your second part of the question, okay, all these ideas, which basically I could not execute. I give you an example. About three years ago, this crazy COVID situation um, was starting. And at this point, I just literally a couple of weeks before, I invested over 250K. I added a lot more team members. I founded two new companies, one in um, the US, one in, in, in Europe. Um, I completely redid the office in Austria, um, new office space and all this thing. So massive, massive investment. Investing. And we were literally, we were literally on, on the way to our best year ever. We had sold hundreds of hundreds of consulting days for the year 2020 already. And we had 2.5 million of projects right before closing the deals. Yeah. And then this okay. press conference happened where the government of my country shut down the whole economy and shut down the whole country and announced the first lockdown. And then uh, this was so crushing for me because within 24 hours, I, I nearly broke. Yeah, I, I nearly up. went yeah. broke. Yeah, because all our customers stopped, all the offers Everything what we had, everything was frozen. Everything was was basically wow. I, everything was on hold, and that next day in the morning, I needed to go to my team and I had to tell them, guys, I don't have work anymore for you. We don't have customers, and I have no idea what we will do. And so this brings me basically to the second part. What you uh, what you are talking when you say OPA. So this was a paralyzing moment for me. So. I needed to get out of this paralyzation. I needed to, I, I needed to think, oh, wow, I mean, I need to move. I need to do something. I need to act. And I came up with, again, so many ideas. And we literally, as a team, we needed to reinvent ourselves seven times over the next six months. So, which means the first six ideas and the first six approaches, we put it out in the marketplace, were not working. Crickets. So we had, we, we did literally thousands of calls with existing customers, leads with the marketplace. We reached out to a network, everything. Yeah. And we thought we find something because the people told us here, I have a problem here. I have a problem. Okay. We offered services. Nobody bought it. 
and it was unbelievable. Um, and again, I needed to learn, okay, don't give up. We will find a new solution. We will find track again. And after six failures, the seventh one started to gain progress again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, speaking of COVID and, and you working on the corporate side, okay, a lot of these corporations were going through some turmoil of their own and they didn't know what the future held. You know, I know here in the U.S., a lot of these corporations, all of their employees were gone. They were virtual. And when we talk about healthcare and corporate healthcare and everything, they are really thinking seriously about if they're going to even have employees down the road, you know, and then with that, them being virtual, how am I going to protect them in the healthcare side of things? Okay. So what was the seventh, what did you find out in the seventh try during COVID? <laughs> Yeah, that we need to focus on the resource part and not on our core business again. As yeah. sad as this, that, as this sounds, yeah? yeah. But the main focus or the main problem was not that the companies do not need our services anymore. They would have needed our services more than ever. But one, one thing was, okay, the budget. In most companies, the budget was frozen. Gone. But basically, the really issue, the real issue, the real problem we needed to help our customers with is they themselves were so overwhelmed and paralyzed with all this additional work, with social distancing, with this COVID, with these lockdowns, with these safety measurements, with all the things the government put it into the yeah. corporation that the head of HR and the, head, the HR department and the safety department literally had no time and no time resources left for anything else. And so then we needed to figure out, okay, how can we basically make free time for them or basically deliver time? And, and so the subject was not really um important it sounds really crazy but the subject of the service was not important at this part of time but we helped them and we said hey look what can we do for you where do you don't have time for but you need to get it done until next week or next month right. okay we can help you we will do this and my team members did did things i've never ever hired them for Right. And I personally did things I never, ever did before. But it were things we, we could help the customer again right. and we could earn money. Right. And it was necessary at this time to survive as a company, to help my team members, to not need it to fire anybody because I um, kept all my team members. And at the end, we were stronger than ever before. Yeah. So with that being said, now you you did this through COVID, you know, and these are yes. lessons learned and and uh, assumptions that were blown apart. Okay, where do you yeah. stand now that COVID is in the past? What what has that done to your company and the structure of your company and your service offerings now that yeah. COVID is in the past compared to be 
pre-COVID? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. So literally this disaster became the biggest opportunity in my 22 year of entrepreneurial journey because I was forced to redo my whole organization and rethink my whole products and rethink my whole structure. So first main change um, was we have a completely remote culture in the meantime. So all my team members are remote. All my team members have the same opportunities like I have. They can work from where they want and how they want. So they can stay in Italy, they can stay in China, they can stay in the Philippines, in the US, in Austria, uh, wherever, yeah? They just need a phone, an internet connection, um, and a laptop, that's it, yeah? So nobody needs to go to the office anymore, and I don't have an office build, uh, office building or um, office anymore for team members because we don't need it anymore. So this is basically step number one. Step number two is um, 89... Over 80% of all our services are delivered remote in the meantime. So basically where we were really strong before COVID, where we did so much um, on-site from on-site consulting, leadership training, coaching and stuff like that, we started to do this um, remote. So training, education, leadership coaching, employee coaching, um, all these things quick workshops, online workshops. So all the things we we we, del- we are delivering remote in the meantime. What basically brought us a huge competitive advantage because suddenly we were not limited locally anymore to, for example, around Miami or um, in Austria or in Germany because we could deliver all around the world where somebody is speaking English. Next thing is, and here's the interesting part, we raised our prices, but for the customer, it became less expensive because when you, when you know the consulting service um, industry, about 20 to 30, sometimes 40% of the costs of a consulting project is travel, travel expenses, hotels, food. Yeah. And stuff like that for the customer. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And the third thing, which is basically for me personally, the biggest game changer ever. I mean, before COVID started, I was already an entrepreneur over 19 years. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur to have my freedom of choice, where I want to work, how I want to work and all these things. Um, but before COVID, in the year, I was over seven months in a row on business trips. On average, I was at least 15 hours per week in the car. Yeah, so I was basically all around the clock driving or traveling or flying from one meeting to the next. Right. And now, the third year in a row, as I started the conversation, I'm sitting in Sardinia on a beautiful island. I, right out of my window is the sea and the coastline. And in about one hour, the sunset. So it's incredible. Yeah. And I can work from here. I can stay here because I love to be here. The nature is beautiful. The people are beautiful. Um, it's warm. Yeah. It's not rainy. It's not foggy like in Austria still um, at this time of the year right. sometimes. And still I can grow my business. And this is the biggest, best game-changing thing yeah. what COVID delivered. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. So it sounds like, um, you know, there's been a lot of changes that have happened, you know, not yeah. just since COVID, but just over the last, what you said, 22 years, you've been an entrepreneur, all right? Yeah, um, yeah. Moving forward, and and I'm, this is just something that just came to me because I've been focusing on this, okay? Yeah. AI. Artificial <laughs> intelligence. Okay. You were talking about time savings. You were talking about not having to travel and being able to spend more time with yourself in downtime and things like that. Yeah. How have you implemented artificial intelligence to streamline processes and things like that to make your company more efficient and, and productive? That's a great question. And I love this question. We literally just finished our annual conference where nearly 400 people signed up and we had John Pattison as one of our keynote speakers. And um, he is massively into this topic AI. And he was basically speaking one hour just about AI. So um, what we did when GPT came out at the end, uh, at the beginning of the year, um, we immediately started to try and play around with it, basically. Yeah. So for the first six weeks about, we, we literally played around like crazy kids, like yeah. crazy teenagers, yeah? And I told all my team members, guys, test this, play around and just have fun with this. Right. And then we saw, okay, um, where can we really, really have a massive advantage and a massive time saving? And literally in content creation um, and in the marketing department, we saw that we have the biggest opportunity. And what we did is we basically um, reduced over 50% of the time in these areas and increased the output and the efficiency also by about 30 to 50%. So we are doing in the meantime, nearly 100% more in our marketing areas with less time and less effort. Right. And this is massive. Yeah. This is massive. And I mean, you have so many, um, so many entrepreneurs um, in your audience. So I, I know from my early days when I had to do all the things on my own and when I don't had an assistant, when I don't had a marketing department, when I don't had marketing people, right. I needed to do all on my own and most of the things I needed to do were not productive things right. because writing a newsletter I mean to be honest it it, it just consumes time you right. will not make a one million dollar deal with a newsletter or with a social media post or with all these things you need to have meetings you need to be in conversations with potential customers this is what you need to do as a solopreneur especially of yeah right. not sitting 10 hours a day and writing content. Well, and nowadays, and nowadays you can, you know, reach out to the gig economy to, yeah. you know, your 1099 employees, you know, and things like that through Fiverr and through Upworks and, and that type deal yeah. and actually end up saving money by yes. doing that because you're out there doing what you need to be doing in order to bring more money in. Yes. You know, so, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I also I also give you a, a one more example. Um, I when I started to build a team around me, 
I started with contractors, but I always thought I need employees and I need to grow with employees. Um, okay, 20 years ago, or 15 years ago, 10 years ago, okay, probably it would have been better, yeah? But I would not recommend anybody who wants to start building a team around uh, a, a, a small team to hire somebody at the first place. Do exactly what you just told us. Yeah. Go to Fiverr, go to Upwork, hire some um, contractors and use awesome international advantages. I mean, my team in the meantime, my personal assistant is from the Philippines. I have my marketing um, manager who is from Egypt in Africa. My VP of business development is from Colorado. In yeah. Yes. Yeah. Colorado, I have yeah. still people in Austin. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the opportunity, what is available due to these remote structures and AI and also international things, you just need to use it. And I mean, the most important, the single most important team member you as a solopreneur or small business owner should have is the best personal assistant you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and you they can be a virtual assistant. They don't yes. have to be. They don't have to be. No, you're absolutely right. I'm still looking for my personal assistant, okay? That's good. I can recommend you a couple ones or how I found mine. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I do like the editing of my podcasts, you know. Find somebody that you work with very well that understands you and can automatically do things. I mean, I send off my podcast to my editor. She's a Fiverr employee or a Fiverr 1099, a gig employee. And she knows exactly what yeah. I want. I don't have to do anything. You know, I just yeah. send her the raw video and she wraps it. She edits it. She does everything I need. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with my blogs. It's the same thing with, you know, a lot of my content yeah. and everything. So, yeah. You know, and I just had a a meeting this morning. It was actually a mastermind meeting. Um, one of the things that's keeping me awake at night is my e-learning environment. We're getting yep. ready to really push it out there. And um, I am focusing, that's where my focus is right now, is on the content development for that e-learning, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, use who's around you. You know, don't get yes. into the expense of a payroll and insurance and, and everything else that comes with it until you're absolutely ready. When when your costs start yes. outweighing, then you start thinking about hiring somebody. You know, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So so let's um Let's talk a little bit more about where you see your company going in the future. We talked about ChatGPT, all right? Mm -hmm. And I use it a lot for research as well, mm -hmm. not just content development, but I use it for research as well. Do you have an R&D team that actually does your research and, and as far as where the market's going, where the economy's going, things like that? And if you do, um, where do you see your company going? Are you going to start more divisions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's good. 
yeah. Don't get me into this trap of my own of yeah, my own. I know. Uh, I'm gonna weakness. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back. I'm gonna call Stefan and I'm gonna say, Stefan, focus. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a great yeah. question. So um, we we don't have we don't have an R and D um, department. Um, so we have um, it in the in the manager divisions basically. So the marketing manager is responsible for these um, topics. And um, due to the reason we are still a small but very efficient team, um, also the strategic directions um, are basically coming from my side most of the times. Yeah. Um, in a lot of situations, also great ideas from my team members um, come, and then we discuss it. And in the most, and in in a lot of situations, it's time savings, cost savings, um, productivity increase, um, new tools, or whatever. Yeah. So, but we don't have as a, a, a department um, just for this. So, where does my company go? Um, I give you a little insight about the big big, big picture behind these four companies. Um, yes, you're right. The main focus is um, we have this consulting service for um, corporate health management and wellness programs, um, health programs, employee uh, engagement programs, and things like that. Um, we want to literally build the biggest health empire the world has ever seen in the next 20 to 40 years. And the way how we are doing this is we need to have an army of consultants, coaches, and trainers who are delivering the things and the services, what we are doing since over 20 years already into corporations, but also into individuals. And the way we are doing this is um, in a couple of weeks from now, we are going out uh, to launch our CHC partner program, which is basically a licensing program where people can license the things what we already did successfully over the last couple of decades and help more companies and help more employees and help more individuals right and to do this we all we we know that we need to have the best support for these consultants coaches and trainers to be able to execute it so what does this mean the right tech tools for their whole business process from lead generation lead qualifying closing the deals invoicing systems and all this yeah plus also entrepreneurial coaching and training and the education because it's nice when somebody is very good from his technical skills but when he has no idea on how to sell something on how to communicate on how to market on how to close deals it's not working and this is what um, we already um, launched last year with our chc academy so but the big vision behind it we are literally building the biggest health empire the world has ever seen by building an army of awesome consultants, coaches, and trainers all around the world. No, that's excellent. Um, yeah, it's always better to have a big dream. It's it's easier to scale down than it is to scale up. So having those big right. dreams, those those big <laughs> audacious, hairy dreams, is always. Oh important. yeah, this is it. <laughs> you know, yes. Yes, exactly. no, that's very good. Exactly. And I'm glad to hear that. And look, then, uh, some, something also, uh, what, what wasn't learning, I was thinking and acting too small, too long. This is also one of the biggest learnings. And this massive, massive vision, I have no idea if I will be able to accomplish this in my lifetime. I have no idea. But it motivates me. We are striving for, it gives me energy, um, it's, it's pulling me and my team forward. Um, it gives us 
so much energy um, and so much uh, so so much um, culture in working on this huge, massive, massive vision. And we will see how far we can get in the next 40 years. Well, first of all, you know, like I said, it's always big, better to have that big vision. And yeah. when you bring people in who are behind this vision with you, they have to see the, the vision as well, because that's that's what drives the teams. You know, that's that's what drives everybody. And I was glad to hear that you incorporate all of these people in the decision making of future growth and what, you know, let them offer their suggestions as far as tools and, and, and yep. methodologies and things like that, because you can't operate in a vacuum. And like you said, you, you yep. know, you've been doing, you've been doing the research. Usually they go on what you say, but the fact that you open it up so that they can either say, um, no, Stefan, I, I, I think we're off here, or maybe we need to, you know, be be thinking about this. That always um, intensifies and 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 really adds leverage to what your growth efforts are, you know, as far as that's concerned. So anyway, we are coming up on the end of another podcast here, and I'm really excited to have been talking to Stefan here. Uh, all the way from Italy, right? Yes. All the way That's from right. Italy, Italy. Yes. My husband and I are going to be going, um, I think it's to Lisbon next year. Oh, yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. That, I think that's that what he great. said. So yeah. we haven't been international since before COVID. So okay, we finally yeah. figured out that maybe it's time, you know, as far as that's good, you know. But anyway, 100% um, agreed. You will love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, we're coming up on the end of a podcast here. And Stefan, is there anything that any last minute tips you can leave with our audience moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great, great question. Yeah. So um, to really basically remind it uh, what I started with, first thing is never, ever give up. You just need to figure out another solution or another opportunity or another way. It will work. You can become super successful as an entrepreneur. Second thing is be aware that it will be hard. This is not nothing what should surprise you because nothing come, not, nothing really valuable comes easy. So be aware that the way to be a successful entrepreneur is hard. But also having a nine to five job for 40 years and being bored to death is yeah. hard. Yeah. So, um, so what would you well, tell us? Two more things. Oh, okay. Two more things. All Very right. short. Okay. Stay focused because I needed this so bad and yeah. get a coach as soon as possible. As soon because as possible. this will help you massively. So what suggestions would you give our audience to overcome OPA? <laughs> basically listen to Dana's podcast number one <laughs> second reach out to Dana is number two because she has massive amounts of experience on how to overcome this and great guests in her in her show yeah um overwhelming and paralyzing is basically um really 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 hard um and when when you are in this situation move okay yeah. 
even if you don't know in which direction, but please do something, get up and try something. If it's not working, no problem. Right. Try something else. But the, the, the only mistake when you are overwhelmed or paralyzed you can make is lie down and stop. Yeah. That's the only real mistake which will lead right. to failure. As long as you don't give up, as long as you try something, as long as you move right. or reach out to people or ask people, yeah. you will ever you will always get out of it. And again, be aware it will be hard, but you are not alone. Because especially as a solopreneur, we we feel so often alone that nobody knows how we feel, what we need to deal with. We don't know how to reach uh, where we need to reach out to. Right. Hey, I mean, alone in the U.S., I think it's 25 million solopreneurs or something like that. A massive amount of yeah. number. Yeah. Mm. So you are not alone. There are 20 more million just in the U.S. like you are. Okay, so reach out to people who already did it. And believe me, in 100%, they had been in OPM, um, OPA already. Yeah. And they can tell you how to get out. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. You know, find the answers. You know, the reason that you're so overwhelmed and paralyzed is because you don't know what you don't know. And so it's exactly. important for you to find those answers. And that's where a coach really comes in handy. Yeah. If you can yeah. have a coach that can walk you through it and give you, or a mastermind or something that yeah. um, you've got others giving you direction, you know. Um, exactly. Stefan, you said that you have a little gift for our audience. <laughs> oh, Tell us yes. about it. <laughs> of course, Dana. So, yes. so I have something super, super special and just for um, the audience from you, Dana, and for your podcast. Because I literally, a couple of days ago, I uh, launched my new book, which is called um, The Entrepreneurial Booklet on how to become more successful, grow your business and multiply your revenue. And this is something we are going to sell on Amazon. But the special thing is I want to give it for free to your audience. And I really, really want to thank you and um, all the things what you are doing with this. And I just want to help as many people as possible to become successful as an entrepreneur. So um, you will have the link um, and everybody can download the book for free. Right. Great. I appreciate it. So I'll include the link in the transcripts of this podcast. You can find it on YouTube or it will be on any of the streaming platforms. So we'll make a point that you're going to be able to get this. Perfect. Um, what, how can people reach you though? Per perfect question. So um, the easiest way is reach out to me on LinkedIn. You'll find um, me with my name, Stefan Poschik, directly on LinkedIn. It's easy because there is just one Stefan Poschik on LinkedIn. So it's a little bit easier with a unique name. Um, so um, second opportunity is just send me an email. It's office at corporate-consulting- Sorry, <laughs> forget Cor Office at corporate-health-consulting.com. And okay. I will immediately respond. <laughs> okay, great. No, that's perfect. Well, that is the end of another podcast here. 
And I hope that you were able to gain some insight into, uh, you know, how to overcome OPA when you're early a in the early stages of your business. My name is Dana Olivo. I'm the host and CEO of Market Atomy. Charged Up Studio is brought to you each week on Tuesday and is part of the small business ecosystem developed with you in mind. If you would like more information on any of the programs offered to small business owners like yourself, reach out to Market Atomy, M-A-R-K-E-T-A-T-O-M-Y.com or go to our e-learning environment called marketatomy.academy. Until next week, go out and have a charged up week. And thank you once again, Stefan. Dana, thank you so much. Um, and it is really, really just awesome what you are doing with all the content and the great, great value you are providing for entrepreneurs. This is something I really do appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Charged Up Studio Live, the podcast with you, the small business owner in mind, with your host, Dana Olivo. Join us every Tuesday as we bring you valuable tips and insights into many of the topics you don't know you don't know about growing a successful business. Please leave us a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to or visit us on the YouTube or Facebook page and leave a review or subscribe so you don't miss another episode. You can also support us through Patreon by visiting our website, chargedupstudio.live and click on the Patreon link. Until next week, go out and have a charged up week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.